0: The views, opinions, and comments expressed by hosts, guests, and callers of this show are not necessarily those of this station, its parent company, Telesouth Media, its staff, management or advertisers content of this broadcast cannot be duplicated or used in any way without the express written consent of telesouth media incorporated well it's safe to say we probably never met even still if a betting man
1: was I I'd bet every single one of us have found ourselves standing in the storms of life soaking wet but do not fret up my friend a little bit of rain is not how this thing ends but sometimes
0: we forget so if you understand let me see those hands because everybody needs a little hope welcome to hope the program that offers hope to the struggling hope for the depressed and hope for the oppressed now here are your hosts tommy wilson bobby Caps, and wesley jackson well, good morning, everyone. We welcome you to our show.
2: It's a Thursday morning. It's, uh, we're downtown Corinth. It is uh, January the 26th. This month is flying by. It, uh, I know in February it'll be our two-year anniversary. Two we'll be starting our third year here at the Hope uh, Show. I'm Tommy Wilson. I'm here with my two good friends, Wesley Jackson, who is the director at the Freedom Center. And uh, this week, we are a pleasure to have our uh, educated friend back of the group, uh, Bobby Capps. Uh, he is back from, uh, I don't know if he's back from a beach trip, a book trip, or whatever he's been on, but he is back this week, and so we're glad to have you, trip. Just a yeah, trip. Yeah, huh? that's, that's the way we describe <laughs> it. You're just a trip. Well, talking about trips, we've got the trip of all of them with us today. We've got a guy that's going to be graduating the Freedom Center tonight. And boy, uh, Wesley, we are proud of this young man.
1: Uh, man, what a what a journey it's been to see the Lord work on Scott, Tommy. It's a, it's one of them things when you just get to sit back and just in awe of what God's doing in somebody's life, and see the power of the Lord on somebody's life, and the transformation visibly, not just visibly, physically on him, but you know, spiritually, you see him just wake up and. The clarity in his eyes to start to get some direction and some truth in it it's been a blessing to be part of i'm excited about what's going on in scott's life but i'm super proud also for him and his family and what's to come
2: well there there's definitely been a transformation uh i i go back and and we've got scott Janasco. did i get that name right Janasco. Janasco. uh he is a local guy uh, grew up right here and uh, uh, went to school here, and he—he uh, he is. Uh, there's been a transformation take place, Bobby. From the first few weeks he was with us, the first three weeks, just the emotional overload he had. I always go back, about the first week or two he was with us, we was over in uh, at a pastor's conference over at Ripley, yeah. and uh, he was a—he was just a wreck. And you know, we're in there with a hundred baptist pastors and everybody's dressed up and all that and here we are and 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 uh scott here is just an emotional wreck and he goes to the uh he goes to the uh the altar altar Mm -hmm. and just loses it well some of these pastors gather around him start praying on him and stuff there and uh, we're we're standing up in the back, wanting to know should we go get our guy or what 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 we're gonna do. We 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 didn't know what we was gonna do. Was well, so all of a sudden he stands up. Uh, he didn't come back and sit with us. He just sat on the front row with them guys. <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, and then the next day we go back and he walks in there and he's dressed up as much as they are. He's got some black <laughs> slick shoes on and things. Sure enough. And 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 I'm just telling. You, <clears throat> To see the transformation take place. And I just told Wesley this. He's been the most fun guy we've had there since we've been open. We've, we're in our 14th month, I think. And uh, we, his name is Skippy. And uh, there's a reason his name is Skippy. High energy. High, High energy. energy. And, uh, Bobby, you've worked with him a lot. I know Wesley's worked with him a lot. Uh, he become our kitchen guy. He, uh, he uh, likes to cook. And uh, so, man, we're excited. Skippy, introduce yourself and just say hi to everybody.
3: I'm Scott Janosko, formerly known as Skippy, and uh, hello, everybody. Yeah. Good morning.
2: Yeah. Well, man, we're excited. We're going to get into his story in the second and third segment. Tonight at Living Free Ministries, we'll host the Freedom Center graduation. Him and our other guy, Tucker. Tucker will be graduating tonight. and Man, we are excited about these guys. Tucker's in the studio with us, too. We have... We have tucked Tucker around the last few days uh, uh, to, to a lot of different places. Tucker, you've been on the radio last week. You're back with us this week. Uh, you've been in the schools with us. You was in the jails yesterday. You, uh, We done. I mean, it was an unbelievable day yesterday. <laughs> Tell Just, me what do you
1: think about yesterday, Tuck.
4: Them jail prisons. I mean, them prison wedding ceremonies. That's that's uh, an experience everybody's <laughs> got to witness one time. <laughs>
1: We was able to host
4: some weddings
2: for uh, our friends here at the uh, uh, correction facility on the state side. Our chaplain is Tim Woods, and we're grateful we get to work with these guys. And uh, we're we're grateful for our sheriff here, being Caldwell, and our our uh, legal system. But Tucker, you've uh, you've been you and Tucker you and Skippy's been here together for twelve weeks. And uh, it's been a journey. Y'all have seen some guys come and go. Y'all have seen guys, uh, uh, a few guys graduate. Uh, so just what, what's it like to be living in a home with nine guys?
4: Really, ten if you count Ralph. Well, Ralph, that's uh, the that's only one you really need to be living with to know yeah. how, how hard it is. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, you just really get to learn how to, you know, live with other guys to the point of, you know, just being selfless. And uh, understand, understanding how other people have needs, you know, just not yourself. You know, you learn how to have more fellowship than what I was used to at least. Uh, you know, you just learn how to get along a lot better. Yeah.
3: Well, we was going through hard times and, you know, it, 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 we built each other up through them hard times being in there. The first few weeks we was there, we, we definitely get to know each other quite well.
2: Yeah, well, man, we're excited. Again, that, their graduation's tonight, and again, we're going to be talking to uh, Scott here in our second and third uh, uh, segment about the journey and what life was like before. Uh, Wesley, tell them right quick what the Freedom Center is. We're mentioning Freedom Center. Maybe somebody here that don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, so the Freedom Center is a men's residential program. We're a 12-week live-in program uh i say residential program more people are probably familiar with the word rehab we take guys in that are dealing with life controlling issues struggling with drugs alcohol whatever that may look like and a lot of times these guys we take in are kind of at the end of the road at the bottom broken and and we just start to shower them with the word of god and wash them in god's word and we just trust that the holy spirit will, will come on board and and we couple in beside that and and really pour into these guys and trust god to to make a change in their heart and that that's what we do at the freedom center we uh help people cultivate a relationship with jesus and to uh have a heart change is our, our end hope for all these men to have a heart change and ultimately have a change in direction of their life
2: well and uh we're, we're just thankful for all the people that supports our ministry you know we wouldn't get to do uh uh, the Freedom Center, we wouldn't get to do Living Free if it wasn't for your support in our community. And yeah. so we want to say thank you for that. We get to do this radio show because we have sponsors. And I'm, I'm going to name a couple sponsors, and uh, you go from there. I, I want to mention my wife, Maria Wilson, and her crew at Wilco Real Estate Group. My daughter Olivia is a part of that group, so uh, reach out to one of them or any of the, uh, that group there. They can help you with any of your real estate needs. I know Olivia and Bo Riley may be riding around listening to us, but also uh, uh, Nick Bain. Nick, I talked to Nick yesterday. He is in Jackson working for our community. He is a District One representative here, so we're thankful for Nick. We uh, uh, we're thankful that he supports our ministry. He supports his radio show, and Nick Bain's a good friend.
1: Yeah. Also, we uh, we're supported, Tommy. By Crosswind Ministries. I know we don't get to tell Bobby and Brett and Angel and the good people at Crosswinds thank you enough, but they really do a lot in this community to help folks, and they're very supportive of what we got going on at the Freedom Center, so I'm thankful for these guys for supporting not only the Freedom Center but our show. Also, Gatlin's Pharmacy in Tishomingo, uh, Daniel Arthur in the local subways, and uh, Corinth Mattress Furniture Outlet. We're thankful for all of our sponsors today.
2: Yeah, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with our guys, keep you, and talk about transformation. Hi, mm-hmm. um.
0: Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605.
2: Hi folks, this is Tommy Wilson with Car and Mattress Furniture Island right here in Car Mississippi on Highway 72. Santa Claus has come and gone, but he's told us if we wanted to stay on a nice list this year, we would have to keep the $300 off of every king and queen that's listed for six ninety nine dollars or more. Also, we have deals on recliners, lift chairs, and adjustable beds. Remember, folks, to get the $300 off, you have to come three miles west of high prices.
0: Bain and Bowen. Attorneys at law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain and Bowen. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Capps, and Wesley
2: Jackson. We welcome you back to our show, Hope. I'm Tommy Wilson, Director of Living Free Ministries, and I'm here with my two good friends, Wesley uh, Jackson, who's Director of the Freedom Center, and uh, my friend Bobby Capps, who is the Director of Biblical Counseling at Crosswind Ministries. And also, he's part of our team there at uh, the Freedom Center and Living Free. He is our biblical counselor for our guys, so he spends a lot of time with these guys one-on-one. We want to give you some information right off the bat. If you've got a a comment, a question about today's show, or any of our ministries, here's our phone number, 662-603-9829. You can text us a comment. That's uh, that's text line only. Uh, You can listen to us. Anywhere in the world at supertalk.fmcarinf during this hour. Also, if you want to go back and listen to any of our shows, you can go to livingfreecarinf.com and click on our listen page, and we have a podcast-like page there. And this show today will be on that page sometime today. So we're excited that we can get that information out there to you. Uh, We're excited what we get to do. We love what we get to do. Now listen. Uh, our purpose today is to bring hope. Maybe you are struggling. Maybe your family member is struggling. Maybe your neighbor is struggling. Maybe you see someone that addiction has overtook. Uh, we've got a young man that is graduating our Freedom Center tonight. Actually, we got two here uh, uh, that's graduating tonight. But the one we're going to be interviewing today is Scott Gianasco, uh a.k.a. Skippy. Uh, so Scott, again, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You, what you grew up here?
3: Yeah, I grew up in Winnesoga uh, Actually, I went to Kossuth. I was, I was in the band my whole uh, high school years. Uh, yeah, I've been been around Corinth my whole life, pretty much. Moved here when I was one. I'm from New Jersey.
6: But I everybody out there that knows was...
3: Scott,
7: will you raise your hand?
6: Yeah. yeah. He
1: I said always, everybody knows him. Know, everywhere we go. He's, he, he's the, he knows one of those guys you don't forget whenever you run yeah, into him. Yeah. High energy. By the way, exciting. By golly. the way, we're
2: not going to forget you either. <laughs> he's an unforgettable I guy. Mean, and I'm going to say Tucker lived 12 weeks with week. He certainly ain't going to you. <laughs> Now, Ralph is probably trying to forget you today. I but believe I mean, that. Yeah. I believe but that. But Listen. Man, we're proud of you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, you, you went through a lot of trauma as a young kid.
3: Yeah, i seen my, 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 my father get shot in front of me. And by what my, age was that? I think it was around eight. Eight? I tend to try to put it in the yeah. back of my brain. Yeah. But so, it was uh, around Christmas time, too. So,
2: So Bobby, that's a huge trauma right there mm-hmm. at an early age Uh, that you carried through the life. And, and, you know, we uh, somewhere along the line, you got to start tending to that. Somewhere along the line, uh, Scott went to drugs and alcohol trying to tend to some trauma.
3: I sure did. I mean,
7: let's let's say this, uh, for those of you who have suffered uh, something that's really uh, crazy, you know, you're a little eight-year-old boy, and suddenly the world's not safe, uh, and you don't know how you're going to survive it. And... Uh, and you don't even you couldn't say that sentence that I just said, but that's your reality. Mm. Uh, nothing's okay now, and uh, everything that used to be okay uh, is not okay. And so your entire system begins to wake up and say, "How am I going to survive this?" On the one hand, how am I going to survive the world? The other, on the other hand is, uh, "How am I going to relieve the suffering uh, that I'm going through?" And that combo uh, is a pretty powerful combo, uh, and it'll shape you. uh, And without uh, the intervention of uh, God's people and love and care and proper uh, help, uh, you'll end up going your own way. And uh, that's what we end up doing is we go our own way because we don't have a way to go God's way <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and that ends up that ends up uh, what, up in a pretty serious ditch. What
2: what age uh, Scott did you start going your own way right there and what what early age would you start to drift into trouble and
3: Well well, thank goodness for the band because it it gave me a purpose afterwards. Now, cu- now talk
2: about now, let's talk about what kind of band. This
3: ain't a rock and roll no, band no, that no, no, you're No, 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 it's high school high school it. marching band. Yeah, Yeah, okay, it's, it's high school marching band. So it was it was I'm not gonna say like so military. It ain't going no surprise it,
2: me if you told me you was playing in a honky tonk at fifteen. Okay, but us yeah. let's, let's make sure <laughs> we know what we're talking about. Okay,
3: right? It, it was a marching band. We uh. We did good my senior year. We played second out of the entire state. So it was, we, it gave me purpose what and gave me drive. But after, I played the saxophone. The saxophone. I played almost all of the saxophones, but I wanted to move to the drums because girls like drummers. And uh, anyway, when I, whenever, like I, drummers. whenever I got out of high school, you know, I started hanging around the wrong crowd. And that's, that's really where it, where it kind of started. Uh, yeah. My mom was prescribed nerve, nerve medicine for what happened to my, my father and her husband, of course. So, I, I started, started taking their pills and, yeah. and stealing them. And, and so, you, you finished high school where at? Kasu Kasu what year? 2006.
2: 2006. What did you do after high school?
3: At least as possible, I guess. I uh, worked at Taco Bell a little bit, you know, and just smoking pot and taking pills just going down the wrong path. But there was
2: somewhere along the line you did go to college of uh, uh, restaurant management or something. What yeah, he was he
3: doing? I I did go to Northeast for a little while. Uh, I went to uh, went went and took hotel and restaurant management. But and about halfway through, I got a kidney stone, and the uh, the specialist gave me gave me delatas for it. And uh, yeah, I pretty much abused. Every bit of that, and yeah. And how old was you at that age?
2: So where we say you I was
3: nineteen, twenty.
2: All right. So I mean, so life started going downhill. There, somewhere along the line, you just kind of continued going downhill.
3: Yeah i i kept I kept taking the nerve pills and uh, had problems. I had a job at Caterpillar, and uh, I pretty much tried tried killing myself at one point and. And the Lord brought me through it, is what I see now, but I went and got help for the nerve pills that I was taking, and Caterpillar helped me through it.
2: Yeah, and how long was you at Caterpillar?
3: Uh, altogether, I was there for about seven years. All right. Seven so, years.
2: Tucker, you just had 12 weeks, man. I mean, you just think, man, they had him for seven years. <laughs> yeah. So look, man, so uh, tell us a little bit, uh, Scott. I mean, we just met you about twelve weeks ago, thirteen weeks ago. You you got married, you you've been with Lindsay for how long now?
3: Going on six years. Six years together, seven.
2: Tell us what family life looked like for you.
3: Oh. Well, we got married. We had she she already had a child, and we ended up having two more. And she was going through nursing school after after we've had after she had her two kids, our two kids, and me being the only person working, taking care of the kids it it, it was a lot on me, and I, I started taking taking more pills at that point to kind of help me with energy and or I, I thought it was going to help me, but in the long run it brought me right back to rehab. All uh, right
2: so what 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 got you wanted to go in rehab did you want to go rehab or uh my wife my i
3: she worked my wife works night shift and uh as a nurse and of course i she she pretty much caught me with a with a meth pipe beside me in the bed and uh she was like you're gonna either go get help or you're gonna live in this house by yourself because we ain't we ain't doing it
2: yeah, so you come, uh, you uh, come to the Freedom Center, and uh, let's, let's just describe you getting there, and then we'll get into the rest of it in the next uh, segment. But so you get to the Freedom Center, and you're a, you're a, you're a emotional wreck. Do you oh, remember yeah. that, ah. Wesley? I know you do. What was it like when you you done the intake? You took him in. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, Scott came in in a broken state, but he was definitely feeling feeling the part at the time. You know, he was in a spot where he knew he needed change and he had to do something because his wife had really laid down the law of we're we're either going to go our opposite ways or we're going to start to get it right. But he obviously was still dabbling in some of the drugs because the day he got there, he was not sick not slow moving or none of that so he was very amped up but in all actuality Tommy, what I really remember about that day was Scott was messed up but I really remember his wife I really remember the state of their relationship I feel like I could almost feel the uh, anxiousness and, and really just the hurt from her and she was just very direct about where she was in their relationship and you know, and she was really seemed hopeless to be honest. She was in a spot of hoping something to be different, but she didn't know what that looked like. And you know, I, I don't know that she was able to really trust that something was going to change. She seemed very skeptical about Scott actually changing, but uh, was almost happy just to be be away from him since so she was glad. Well, to bring she him needed rest. To put him out. That was it. She had, needed some rest. Had, you know, uh, I mean, she needed. He had some, worn on her for sure.
2: She needed some time just to have some rest and. I mean, even with the kids, uh, it's probably hard to get rest. But she needed rest from the crap that. But but also Tommy, I
1: I remember uh, Skippy being just like all of us are. Everyone we take in, myself included, when I was right there in the beginning stages getting help. I come in there and 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 he came in there and he really downplayed everything. You know, things aren't as bad. This is not that big of a deal. I'm I'm not as bad off as everybody thinks I am. I'm not. You know, we sell we sell that lie to ourselves that it's not as bad as the reality really is, and that right. that was probably one of the things I remember from Scott was, you know, he kind of downplayed everything; it wasn't that bad, that it wasn't going to be that big of a deal. But we all, you know, we seen the next coming weeks of him coming off the suboxone and what that looked like, and the toll it really took on him physically, yeah. the the withdrawals and all that. And
2: I just I just showed you a picture, Scott, of uh, you coming in, <laughs> uh, and I'm just going to show it to you again and. You tell me how bad you was. I mean, oh. that picture, pictures don't lie. Yeah, yeah. So obviously it was pretty bad. We're going, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to let, uh, we're going to ask uh, Scott uh, some questions about what life's been like from the Freedom Center entrance and then uh, what's next. what What's his plans next and how does he see life now, man? I want to give you this verse uh, and I pray this verse for my guys. I pray this verse for my grandson all the time. Psalms 23.6 says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Some translation says pursue. I love that. My, my prayer today is that His goodness and mercy is pursuing you today. Let's take a break and we'll come right back.
6: This is Brett Butler, and I'm the Executive Director of Crosswind Ministries in Corinth, Mississippi. Crosswind is a local ministry ordained and equipped by the Lord Jesus Christ to serve and bring hope to families and individuals who are in need of assistance. We like to think we exist to serve those who are poor in resources and poor in spirit. If you think about it, that's really all of us at one time or another. We are located at 703 Tate Street, south of the railroad tracks in downtown Corinth, and our number is 662-287-5600. You know, one of the most common questions I get from neighbors in the community is quite simply, what type of help Bain & Bowen Attorneys
0: at Law are proud to be a part of this program. At Bain & Bowen, they know that going through a legal dispute can be a frustrating and scary process. They can help you with a wide range of legal issues, including criminal cases, divorce and family law issues, as well as personal injury cases. Bain & Bowen Attorneys at Law will pursue the best course of action and get you the outcome you deserve for all your legal needs. Call Bain & Bowen at 662. 662- 287-1620 that's 286-1620 now back to HOPE with Tommy Wilson Bobby Capps and Wesley Jackson we
2: welcome you back to our uh, HOPE show today we're downtown Corinth here at Super Talk radio station we're thankful for Dr. Phil and uh, Super Talk people here for allowing us to do this program uh, we, we're here every uh, uh, Thursday morning 9 o'clock we bring donuts, so man, we uh, we uh, we get in the door
1: pretty early and easy. Well, look here, Tommy. You just started bringing the donuts, and now I've noticed when I walk in the door, Phil's got this big smile on his face. Yeah. He's happy to see us finally. Well, Two I told later.
2: I told Phil this morning. I said I've kind of got this downplayed, Phil, because when Wesley calls me, I'll say, "Well, I'm going to go by and get Phil some yeah, donuts." Yeah, no, <laughs> that's exactly. So, right. uh, man, yeah, but uh, Bobby, you you've worked with. Uh, Skippy, one-on-one, you've seen the transformation. His appearance, his just physical appearance has improved. I mean, there wasn't but one way to go, and that Mm -hmm. was up. But, man, it it is his physically appearance and his emotional state of mind has totally been transformed in 12 short weeks. And I was sharing with him when we got here, Skippy, here's a picture, you know, for just 12 weeks. Just imagine a year from now. Imagine Mm -hmm. five years Mm -hmm. from now what takes place but uh you you've seen it you've seen what goes on in his mm. life and you've helped him work through some things what would you ask skippy or what would you say about him
7: well i, I think i want to start where we left off in the last segment you know when you talk about a wife that comes in their suffering uh and wesley i really you know i've met with uh skippy's wife and she's a delight And but you know wives suffer and i'll tell you this the name of this show is hope and Wives lose hope Mm -hmm. uh, in a husband who's on dope. No doubt. And it's not just hope in the husband. Like, is my husband ever going to be straight again? But it's like, what about our whole life? Is it going to be stable? Where do I go from here? Can I ever trust him, you know? And so, I mean, we have to bring hope, right? So here's the question, right? If I was a a, uh, foolish man, I would say, look at Skippy today. Man, look at this picture, this before and after picture. Look what God's done with him. You can trust in Skippy. No, not so much. Yeah, and see, what happens is the wife doesn't get hope from that. Mm -hmm. Here's where hope comes from. God is at work. God is at work in my husband's life. He's at work in my life. He's at work in restoring our brokenness. He's at work in putting us back together. And my hope's in God. Amen. My hope is that the God who began to straighten my husband out will continue to straighten him out. That the God who has begun to work in our marriage will continue to work in our marriage. That the God who brought who brought order out of chaos in my husband's life and in our collective life as a family, we'll continue to bring order out of chaos by his word. That's the key, right? I mean, that's where hope is. Hope is in God. If we, if we place our hope in the skippies of the world, who God has done a great work. But you were talking about his countenance. You were talking about like how he was. He was emotionally disheveled. He was co- literally completely like, uh, you know, de-stable. He was emotionally unstable, right? Mm-hmm, sure. and, and But what happened is that God has stabilized him, right? <laughs> now think about the words, right? God has brought order out of the chaos that was even in his psyche. Well, how does God do that? You were talking about transformation. How does God transform us? He transforms us by renewing our mind Right. Our faith, he teaches us what to believe and our faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Right. And so that's what God that's Wesley, you said this at the first. We wash them with the water of the word. Why? Their only hope is that they would place their trust in the God. And once they hear about that faith, come, they believe that their faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. They begin to believe they hear God tell them you can trust me. Hmm. and that begins to stabilize their whole psyche, and it begins to stabilize their marriage, and guess what? Their wife has hope now, not hope hope in the future, but it's hope in the
1: future because God is at work. Well, that's, Bobby, oftentimes, and this has been on multiple of our residents, that's come in with their wives, and their wives are just at a place of of all-time low, and they're really hopeless in their whole marriage, and maybe even what life's brought at them, but I get the joy and the privilege to tell them how God restored my marriage. Yeah. How God lifted me back up out of that Mm -hmm. pit and how God gave me hope. And I remember telling Scott's wife, even after he had dropped, she dropped him off a few days later, she sent a message. Like, I just don't know how I can go forward from this. And I told her the same thing that morning or that evening that she dropped him off is sit back, trust God, Mm -hmm. see what God's going to do in y'all's life. You know, don't, don't give up. Don't write it off on, on Scotty's works here. Let's, let's trust the Lord in this and just, just be still for a minute. And, and, that, and that, everybody that, that leaves,
7: it. everybody that leaves here, nobody leaves here. Tucker doesn't leave here wanting to do drugs. Skippy don't leave here wanting yeah, no. to do drugs. Nobody wants to fall back. Yeah. But everybody's afraid they may. And if you're trusting in yourself, everybody's afraid they may. Mm-hmm. And your wives are afraid you might. Yep. Right? If you trust in yourself, you will fall Amen. back. Mm-hmm. But if you say, no, God, the work that you began in me, you're going to be faithful to complete. And my hope's in you. And you keep your eyes on Jesus, Skip. I I promise you that the work that God has, you keep yielding to him. You keep denying yourself, taking up your cross daily and following Jesus. And that's what you've done. That's why you're stable now. That's why you're an emotionally stable dude instead of a basket case. Right? (laughs) Yeah. And so
2: let's, let's talk a little bit about that and let Skippy share a little bit here. Uh, not just a few weeks ago we took your wife into the your bedroom and showed them how you've kept your room clean <laughs> and how your bed was made and she said, No way, my She was husband, in shock. We oh, had yeah, to give she, her smelling salts. I, sa- I said I said, Did he do this before? Oh no.
3: It uh, wasn't even she said it wasn't even the guy I started dating. She yeah. Said.
2: So uh each and every morning you get up and what do you do now,
3: Skippy? Make my bed. I make, make your bed. bed. And, and why? I, why do you want to
2: make your bed?
3: Well, I like to say before I make my bed, I I pray, I, uh, I I pray just that the day is good and thank Him already, and put the suit of armor on. But but after that, I, I make my bed because if uh, if we can't do something as simple as make our bed in the morning, what makes us think we're gonna go out there and change the world or or help somebody through the world, through through Jesus
2: yeah well and now i mean so you've you've made it you graduate tonight uh name some things that you've just enjoyed doing and it's been eye-opening to you over the last 12 weeks
3: the fellowship i uh i love the fellowship going places different churches different groups men's men's bible study i just i get more out of that than i and then i have because it's 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 personal, you know. You talk to each other and, and, and tell each other what you're going through and what helped the other person, you know.
2: And Dr. Dr. Pratt and Grace Chapel honored y'all last night. Right. David Gibbs and, 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 you know, Dr. Pratt gathered y'all around and prayed over y'all there. To see these men in your community love on you and really have a deep concern with you, what, what kind of impact. Yeah.
3: You've got to surround yourself with people like that. You you. you you can't hang around the people you once hung around. That's, that's what got me there, most cases. And uh, I just, I know I need to surround myself with that when, when We're I afraid, L-
7: listen, here, let me tell you about Bandon High School and let me tell you about the Fellowship of the Saints. We're, we're afraid, we're afraid that nobody, that we're so messed up that we're not lovable. Hmm. We're afraid that nobody would connect to us, especially look at me. I'm such a, you know, and we fill in the blank with all of our negative thoughts. But the band said, no, Skip, we, we like you. They didn't, they didn't know how hurting you were, but, you know, they gave you a community. But now you have a spiritual community who can look at you and say, we know we know how, what a mess you were, but you know what? We were all that same mess and Christ has given us life, and he's given you life, and you're our brother, come into the circle. And there's something about me uh, experiencing that with flesh and blood. Christ has already accepted me, but when I see my brothers accept me, or something about putting flesh and blood on it that restores my soul. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on when you're, that's why the fellowship, that's why you say, what well, was the big thing to me? Man, it was just being in all these places where a broken guy could just come in and be loved and accepted. And you Wonderful. got to experience what the acceptance of Christ
1: is in real time. So, well, that, that was it, Tommy. We went into the jail yesterday and we just heard from a guy who's about 40 years old and been in this community and, been a thorn in the side, but one of the statements he said that stuck out to me was man, I just don't feel like nobody cares that there ain't nobody out there that loves me or, or even wants me to do good and that's the that's the lie that the devil puts in our head and, and gives us this Dark perception of what reality really is, and how God's people are really out here. They're out here wanting to love folks, and that's the fellowship that Skippy's talking if about. If
7: you really knew the real me, you wouldn't love well, well, me. That's you it. Know this I guy, mean. this guy's yeah, got this
1: shame lot. built up. He's believed this lie, and that's what I told him that, that, that there's hope. And Skippy's talking about the fellowship, and that's what I, I a common reoccurring statement that the men that graduate say. They say it different ways, but there's a community out here willing to love them mm-hmm. right where they're at.
2: Well, I, I think we've had uh, 38, 39 guys come in. Uh, Skippy and Tucker will be number uh, 16, 17, graduates tonight. Uh, so it's always a big deal, and uh, we make it a big deal. Today's y'all's day. We're going to carry you out to eat. We're going out to eat. Where are we going to eat at?
3: Yamato's.
2: Yeah, they wanted. Uh, they picked that, so we're, <laughs> we're going to eat that. And then uh, they've
7: got... What did you call it? You're going to go ham or something? What yeah. is that word? Hallelujah.
2: Go to town. Yeah. T- yeah. Go to town. So, t- t- we, uh, it's a big day, Skippy. It's a time to Very celebrate. And, say, and tonight we'll celebrate the graduation. But in the morning, you, it's going to be reality. You're going to wake up at home. Uh, there's going to be uh, chaos. You've got three young kids. Uh, we expect you to get up and make your bed and clean your room and uh, help your wife clean the house too tomorrow. But oh, yeah. what's next? What, what What do you
3: see next? Uh,
7: that is after you get the house clean. Yes, yeah. yes,
3: she, she'll love that. Uh, well, I, I plan on going. Of course, to get me some glasses because I'm I'm blind. But uh, after that, I'm on. I'm glad you told us <laughs> that. Since
2: since you've been cooking for us, has he been driving? Well, us? He's not. I have drove. Yeah. the okay. van.
3: Ralphie yeah. wouldn't let me. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad uh, we just found that out. I had to get my license <laughs> renewed anyway. That's the second thing I'm going to do. do is they renew year, my license.
2: Do the eight year plan. I mean, yes. You, you do, can they can do they do a, a 16? Uh, I don't. I need know. to if they did. Yeah.
3: Anyway, uh, and then I'm, I'm going to go apply for jobs. Ain't nothing special. I need to just get one at this point. But. Uh, Really, I, like, I like gardening and stuff like that, so I was thinking Lowe's or maybe even Hobby Lobby. Yeah,
7: but anything so, at the moment is going to work, and I'm sure there's plenty of places to work. Yeah. At and all that is, is I'm going to go back home and take responsibility for the family that God gave me. Amen. That's it. Yeah. I'm gonna do, so I'm gonna,
2: well, how do you see church playing a role in
3: this? Uh, I'm going to drag in the church. Yeah. Uh, any, uh, I, I might church hop for a little bit and just find, find something for the kids. Yeah. yeah, something for the kids. They like church of the Crossroads. It's yep. really good. Pastor but, Jared
2: and them. That's a good one.
3: But well, right. going through all these churches, being living free, you know, almost feel obligated because they've put so much time in us and they've they've loved us and they've donated and gave so much. It, I just like to go and. Go back to their church and, and show then, them.
2: And then you got to continue to work, uh, work on the guy in the mirror. You got to have support groups and things like that. So, we, that's the reason living free is so important there. You want me to tell
7: you what a big gift for them would be? What's that? Last night, you know, mark that Wednesday night down. And uh, next year, at your one year anniversary <laughs> of last night, Show up and give your testimony. That's what will bless them. Oh, amen. You know what I mean? Amen.
2: Well, guys, we got to take our last break. We're coming back to wrap it up. We got our friend Scott Skippy Janasco here with us. He is graduating uh, Freedom Center tonight. We also got our friend Tucker here with us. And we're going to ask these two some questions in our last segment. And and, uh, we want to invite you tonight. We'll be right back.
0: Give Gatlin's Pharmacy a call and find out why they are way more than just a pharmacy. Gatlin's Pharmacy, 662-438-6605.
2: Hi folks, this is Tommy Wilson, Car Mattress Farm Charlotte, right here on Highway 72 in Car Mississippi. And man, do we have deals going on. Listen, $99 twins, $99 fools. Also, man, we've got $300 off of every king and queen mattress that's listed for $6.99 or more. Adjustable beds, recliners, lift chairs on sale. And you got to remember, you got to come three miles west of high prices to get them deals.
6: Here's to choice, to making your
7: voice be heard, to getting exactly what you want, especially when you eat. At Subway restaurants, you choose your freshly baked bread, meats cheese, and veggies to make a sub that's just right for you. Come in and create
0: yours today.
7: Subway, eat
0: fresh. Now back to Hope with Tommy Wilson, Bobby Caps, and Wesley Jackson. We welcome you back to
2: our last segment here on our Hope show. Uh, it is January the 26th, and man, we have enjoyed today's show so far. We are we are really celebrating what's going on at the Freedom Center today. We have two guys graduating, uh, uh, Scott and Tucker, and uh, these guys has completed the course. They've stayed the journey. They fought a good fight, and they continue to go forward, and we're excited about what happens next. Tucker, What what's going on? Yesterday, tell us something about... You you're able to go into jail with us yesterday and you was able to sit through some visitations with us as we interviewed some people. Tell us what it's like on the other side of the table now where you see uh were you seen guys sitting in that orange outfit asking for help. What what was that like yesterday?
4: Well, I mean it just it just lets you know that there's people struggling out there. I mean, I was there at one point too, you know, I was lulling my faith, just Whenever I was sitting in jail, I just wanted something different, you know, and everybody gets to that point where you sitting there long enough, you're going to realize that you want something different, you know, and uh, hopefully. Hopefully, right. And uh, just seeing those guys that, to me, it seemed like, you know, they wanted something different just like I did, you know, and uh, that's really, you got to hit your bottom before you can actually reach out your hand and ask for God's help, so. So, uh, you're,
2: you're graduating. You're going to go home tonight. You you live in Tupelo. Uh, what What's
4: next? But well, I know you got a date tomorrow night with a little girl there. But what, what's next? Uh, well, hopefully I'll be able to get in the military and do some uh, cybersecurity, you know, because I'm a big coder and programmer type guy. So, uh, you know, that's what I'll be looking forward to. But until then, you know, I'm going to try to hang around Freedom Center and living free, you know, do what I can to help. So,
2: yeah, all right, we're excited, we're excited what's happening And we're, also,
4: uh, tonight, if you want to see Ralph do the stanky leg, come out to Living with and he'll be doing it have been not, teaching them dance lessons over here We, there. we, <laughs>
2: we, we, we <laughs> may not have enough room for people to show up there if they come and see Ralph dance So, uh, well listen, man, it, it, again, it's an honor, it's a pleasure to see, see what's happening, y'all uh, tucker i think you've won the award for you've put on more weight than anybody that we've had in the program i mean how much weight did
4: you put on I uh, came in at 135, and I weighed about a week ago, and I was 189. So been scared, said, I've been scared to step on it ever since. So <laughs> you just quit weighing.
1: Yeah, 55-pounder at the low end That's now. a third grader, man.
4: Uh, he may be
2: pushing 200
1: now. Oh, <laughs> uh, don't go that far now. Yeah.
2: So, look. So, man, it, it's – but the, ain't it amazing, guys, once you take this junk out of your life, You take math out of your life, this opiate problems, alcohol, whatever you're struggling with. You take this out of your life and you start allowing the Lord to do something. Not only does he start changing physically, not only does he start changing emotionally, but not only does he start, you know, you're changing your spiritual eyes. I mean, it's a complete
4: transformation. Well, yeah, that's it right there, because, you know, before I had the Lord, it was just me, myself, and I, and look where that got me. I mean, I was struggling, I was in a bad place mentally, physically, and, uh, I just came to the realization that I needed something new, I needed help, and, uh, you know, you can find that with the Lord, so. Yeah.
2: All right, Scott, what's that, what's
3: that look like for you, man, the complete transformation? Oh, it, he, he's giving my joy back, I, uh. I'm so happy to have joy through salvation. I, I would like to read this one. Verse it's it's uh Psalms 51:12 through 13. It says, restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your way and sinners shall be converted to you. You said we was growing and I just I just hope somebody hears my story and and knows how good God is. And Jesus, if, if
2: somebody's hearing your story today, uh, and I'm gonna give both of y'all a minute to do this. If somebody's listening to us that's struggling with alcohol, struggling with drugs, life's turned upside down, what would you tell them to do? Skippy, you go first.
3: There is hope, there is hope in Jesus Christ.
2: All right, All right. Let's care to live, Father. Where do they have to, where, where can they find that at? What What do they need to do
3: at the cross? They right. have to have faith. It ain't like you can just you go can't. to
2: the Dollar General over here and buy that. No. Yeah. Faith. So you got to do your part.
3: Yes. Yeah. You Got to accept them in your heart.
2: Yeah, but you also got to start showing up somewhere. I mean, you got to leave the trap houses. You got to leave. You got to leave this part of town or whatever, and and it may mean getting away for a while. It may mean coming and stay twelve weeks with the Freedom Center, seven months at Nashville three months at the home of grace you know a year down there to the transformation project uh, over at our friends at uh, russell the dream center it may mean you just may need to get away it's hard to get well in the middle of chaos tucker what would you tell
4: somebody well i'd say the main thing is just realizing that you need a change that, yeah. you know you're in a bad place and you just need to find something that's going to give you hope and for me you know that was accepting Christ in my life and realizing that you know there is something that is out there for me you know it's not just something that life that I just you know I'm just gonna have to struggle to live the rest of my life you know once you find Christ you can just be free you know
2: all right and that and that's one of the verses that says free indeed free and when the son sets you free you're free indeed well guys we want to invite you tonight to come to living free ministries Uh, Our graduation program will start at 6 o'clock. Our friends from First Press here, uh, Bubba Harold and team will be furnishing a meal for us tonight. After graduation, we'll have enough food to feed 100 to 125 people probably, so we want to invite you to come be a part of that tonight. It starts at 6 o'clock, and again, we'll have a meal following, and it's an open meeting. You can come. And hear these two guys share a little bit and watch rock. Ralph do the stinky leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, 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 just uh, we, we hope we've brought you some hope today. We, we've hoped that you've heard something that's challenging to maybe help you. It may be the family member or something like that. But again, uh, for information about the Freedom Center of Wesley.
1: Yeah, you can go to CorinthFreedomCenter.com and you can read on our website kind of the ins and outs of what the Freedom Center's mission is and our goal and uh, you can send a go to the bottom of the page and fill out the info line there and in that it'll shoot us an email and we'll get back to you if you have someone needing help and you want to encourage them to get help they can go to the website there and click on the button that says get help that'll carry you down to a little link that says apply now and go and fill out the application through the application process, it will send me an email, and I'll I'll return their call, and we'll start the uh, interview process to see really where they're at as far as their willingness to get help. But that's that's kind of the, the beginning stages of it.
2: Well, uh, Dr. Phil says it's time for us to go. We always close out in prayer, and we want to pray for our friends here that's with us graduating. But listen to me. We want to pray for the ones that's struggling out here in our community. We want you to hear this prayer that we... Uh, we want to help. We're going to pray for you, and there is hope. Wesley, pray us out.
1: Let's pray, Heavenly Father, Lord. I'm just thankful today for the opportunity just to uh, to pour into someone, to give back, Lord, inside this community, and for to be part of a community you've placed us in that's so supportive, Lord, and loving. I pray that these guys know that they're loved, and I pray that others out there listening know that there is hope, and it's through what your Son Jesus Christ accomplished on that cross. And I pray that today we put our faith, hope, and trust in that. Lord, be with us, bless us, lead guide, and direct us as we go. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.